0: Like, did you hear about that water that fell from the sky? What a m- miracle that was, huh? That water would just suddenly fall out of clouds. Oh, and I love the Reverend's
1: performance here because he's so trying to walk the line between, yeah, absolutely, stay my religion, and you actually don't have direct control over the weather. I should probably break <laughs> that to you. Know. <laughs> Said I could drink poison and take up servants. Yeah, uh-huh. about that. Here's mm. the thing about. Serpents Now
0: <laughs> God-awful movies. Movies.
2: movies
0: Welcome back to the Gamcast where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because that's how this sentence starts I'm your host Noah Lusions and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath And right, Heath, welcome back Thanks
3: Noah you know who can't catch a break?
0: Who who can't catch a break? <laughs> White Man.
3: men in America. We cannot <laughs> buy a bucket.
0: No, no, unfortunately, we can't. You know, this is pretty soon we're going to have like 25% of the Congress might be women. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ridiculous. 20, well, not, it's getting probably not that many, but some, you know. Yeah. Anyway, and sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir?
1: I am amazing, Noah. You, you ever like buy an advent calendar and then you open up the first day and you realize that you didn't buy an advent calendar. You bought an authentic KKK outfit from the 1940s.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have not had that experience. Eli. Oh, yes, you did. Because you I watched have a similar movie. <laughs> experience. I had an analogous experience. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Faith Like Potatoes.
3: It's the story of just how tough it is to be a white landowner in South Africa.
0: Yeah, Yeah. in
3: the 80s. And how only faith in Jesus Christ can help you overcome that tragic struggle of the, the white landowner in South Africa. It's... The white man's burden of Job. It's
0: pretty great. <laughs> and Eli, how bad was this movie?
1: Well, if you love Donald Trump's racist fever dreams, but you long for the conversational prowess of a college girl, <laughs> you will love this movie. It's um really, really, really mean, girls. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. We've watched 162 of these movies, and we have seen a lot of... I was a bad guy and then I found Jesus. Now I'm a good guy. This is our first. I was one of the worst guys in history. And now (laughs) I am still exactly
0: the same guy. Yeah. All right. Unchanged. It's okay. So I have to share this story with the listeners. So Eli picked this movie. Heath and I had no idea what we were getting into. But Eli's like, oh, you know, we're going to make fun of Irish people this time. Well, This movie has nothing whatsoever to do with Irish people. I didn't realize that Eli was basing that entirely on the fact that the word potatoes was in the title. (laughs) So if you if you got the impression last week that we were going to be talking about Irish people, no, we're not. Well, we might, you know, just for fun. But no, the bigotry in this movie is going to be totally different.
1: (laughs) Also, I'd like to apologize to our Native American listeners for my description last week of The Hunt for Red October. I did not watch that movie. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> made a mistake in my description. <laughs> I would like to move forward, me and my family,
0: during this time. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this intro sure is hell <laughs> moving forward. I also, also have to point this out. I love the promotional material for this movie. It literally starts with these words. Frank Rottenbach leads a strong cast <laughs> <laughs> of people who generally don't have headshots on IMDb like that's not a review that's their fucking material so gentlemen how strong was this cast uh
1: are we talking um, tensile strength of their skulls cuz <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert <God>. poor <laughs> uh i'm i'm not
3: sure about the cast um i couldn't understand the words they were saying in the movie right so <laughs> right no. i had trouble with that
0: yeah, yeah. It was nice when they finally started speaking Zulu, because at least then the movie knew to give us subtitles.
1: Yeah, that was what I understood was the
0: subtitles. When
1: I was watching it with subtitles, the the you can't hear what these people are saying in their bizarre fucking accents. Subtitles would cover up the Zulu subtitles, so I was go I was, I was ducking and dodging. Back and forth, back.
2: Subtitles. Oh,
1: Siri
0: started giving me the silent treatment. She was like, "Make up your mind." It was a whole thing. <laughs> all right so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at yeah i'm gonna say best worst title analogy
3: um that that makes the movie end up confusing itself at the end they're trying to say that that faith in potatoes is like faith in god mm-hmm. i guess because you know potatoes are underground you can't see them so you just have to assume they exist just like uh, dancing gay frogs, like God's the God's the dancing gay frog of potatoes. <laughs> oh, no, uh, gay 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 frogs are like the god of
1: potatoes. Dancing no potato.
0: Nope. Fuck. Did we write it down? We <laughs> I, lo- more.
1: Uh, I lost it. I'm really hungry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna go with best worst possible thing to focus in on. In a film about South Africa in the 80s, (laughs) right? This movie, it it takes place during apartheid. We're going to focus on the potatoes, though. Apartheid will never come up. If it
1: comes up, it is a pro-apartheid movie, right? It's like. Great! Now they're getting all not uppity because they can't get up yet. <laughs> what is it when no, you're down? No
0: here. Uh, yeah, when you're
1: starting to get up. I is see. I guess that's still uppity. Niggardly? No, that's, that means nothing like that. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, I know this is a big claim. I'm going to go with best worst Christian transformation. Again, we have seen a lot. Of Christian transformations, but this is the only one where the guy goes from essentially slave-owning apartheid farm owner to slave-owning apartheid farm owner yeah. who wants to
0: rent a stadium so I, he can tell his story. <laughs> right, right. He goes from drunkenly abusing his wife to soberly abusing his wife in this movie, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, this week is to racism as last week was to misogyny. So we're going to get a bunch of impotent size out of the way in advance. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the revisionist history that is faith like potatoes. It's
3: impossible. The drunk <laughs> abusers better because they miss. They, they don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to pass out quicker? Keith knows. You're welcome. An we man. are making fun of Irish people. <laughs> Oh,
1: man, not again. Hey, Eli, what you doing there? Oh, hey, Heath, I made a killing this week in the stock market, but these commission fees are killing me. Oh, uh, why don't you try Robin Hood? Because he's in England, Heath. No,
3: no, uh, fictional character. I meant this Robin Hood.
1: On your phone?
3: Yeah. Robin Hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Thus, the name Robinhood.
1: Right, but doesn't the real Robinhood get mad that they use his name? No, for no, their- uh,
3: doesn't exist. So can't get in mad. America. He does not in America also doesn't exist. OK, so uh, other brokerages charge up to ten dollars for every trade. But Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks and keep all your profits at Robinhood. Plus, they have easy-to-understand charts and market data, and you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Wow, and you've used it? Yeah, made trading and buying a breeze. Plus, their custom notifications mean I'm not nervously checking my portfolio every 10 minutes. You know what? I'll give it a try. What do I do? Well, right now, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. All you have to do is sign up at Awful.Robinhood.com. That's Awful.Robinhood.com.
1: Awesome. Now, how do I pull my money out of this account? Am I right? That's an etch sketch You have an etch sketch Right. Now, how do I pull my money out of it?
3: Uh, can I see it for a second?
1: Yeah, sure. My money.
0: Mine now. ha. <laughs> Fact. The viral film Loose Change debunked on YouTube and started a generation of 9-11 truthers.
3: Fact. Nobody on this podcast knows where Andy Wilson was
0: on 9-11. Fact. We don't have the rights to that song, so Eli should probably stop singing it. Fact.
1: We have the chance to confront Andy Wilson about just what he was doing on 9-11 at our live show in London on October 6th with special guests, Michael Marshall and Andy Wilson.
3: Fact. Tickets in the show notes.
0: Fact. Be- we'll be breaking down loose change. That's what this interstitial is really about. I just never actually wrote it into the notes. I the
1: loose, I loose change. At- That's from Halloween, not loose change.
0: And we're back for the breakdown. And I just had one quick note on the production logos here. Uh, one of the producers is called Global Creative Studios. That's a bit of a doth protest too much feel to it, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> And also brought to you by totally not racist professional lighting included films. Give me a fucking oh,
1: studios, Matt. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> And the amazing thing about that logo is it absolutely starts out as the Paramount logo and they're hoping grandma will fall asleep before they're like, hey, 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 <laughs> global production. <laughs> always a good sign when the same last name appears in the credits a bunch of
0: times. Yeah, you know you're dealing with global creative studios then. All right, uh, so we're going to open up on a dude saddling a horse and packing the saddle bags with potatoes. Well, but but
3: first, we get that, like, bullshit artistic thing they're oh, doing. Oh, God, they try so hard. It's like so smoke hard. and then birds. Just start your fucking movie. You're right? not a Dadaist. Just get it over with. Let's go. <laughs> Show the guy. Whatever.
0: Yeah, so he loads his uh, saddlebags with potatoes. But before he can ride off on his horse and eat his potatoes, he has to read the Bible a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's reading the very end, too. He's just like,
3: okay, it's going to read about the Antichrist... Kraken taking over the world before my fun (laughs) horse ride. In case I get thrown. yeah. (laughs) Cool ending. I'm going to keep this book in my pocket. Yeah, so we get him loading potatoes, and then we get him shoving a pocket Bible into his ass pocket. Yeah. Which uh, I was like, okay, well, this is already racist against my Irish people. This is (laughs) going to take a... Pretty big turn, though. You, we'll get there in a second. Also, I started rooting for, like, a potato gun situation. like Oh, I wanted oh to get yeah. Saved by an ass shot.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also, okay, so the title comes up here, Faith Like Potatoes. And I, they tried to make the second O in Potatoes look like a potato, but they, they didn't try very hard. <laughs> they sure didn't. They yeah. were just like, take a chunk out of the O. We did it. Done. <laughs> All right. And then we get the silliest thing that we're going to see in this entire fucking movie. Based on a true story. Now, yeah. I mean, based on a true guy. Yeah, that, apartheid is true. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't well, mention that. It's not based in, on that story. Movie, no, no, that doesn't appear in our story. Okay, so we're gonna cut to an African village, and we start the movie with a white man in Africa yelling at black people for not working hard enough. That's the cold uh, open. That's our protagonist. Yep. That's. Yep.
3: The good guy yelling at black guys to get in the back of his pickup truck, like the Africa version of the parking lot at Home Depot. But with slavery, it's it's really rough.
1: Yeah. And again, we're watching this and I'm thinking, oh, man, when he has the turnaround and he's like, oh, part time never happens. Nope, never. Let me save you the time now. He is always going to be like, yeah, those guys should have hurried up when they were getting in my pickup truck. (laughs) And I love Jesus, uh, but I want to talk, he's in this, again, as Heath mentioned, like Home Depot parking lot, but African, and one of the guys in it is just selling wood that has already been burned.
0: <laughs> Not all the way yet. Yeah, right. There's still some, there's still David. some burn left on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they get in the truck. He turns on the radio. The radio's immediately like, white people sure do have it rough in Africa right now. It's 1976. <laughs>
3: Welcome back to Exposit FM. Political <laughs>
1: violence is going to drive the plot of this real
3: uh, reality that we're in.
1: And and at this point, all of my notes are just, oh, please be about the white genocide in South Africa. Please, 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 please be about the white genocide in South Africa. Uh, it's Yeah, it is
3: in no. Zambia at the moment. But yeah, we're going to talk about
1: that in South Africa too. Yeah. yeah. I think Donald <sighs> Trump thinks this movie was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, he's just retweeted it.
3: Um, can, we, uh, can we talk about the main character's uh, face for a second? Just uh,
0: real quick. I don't know that I could see it behind the douche beard, but yes, by all means. He's got
3: a... Re- he lost a neckbeard bet 100% at some point along <laughs> the way. I expected
0: the neckbeard to have its own little spot in the credits, right? <laughs> neckbeard by the tribbles, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, this he looks like Michael Fassbender with like a troglodyte filter over his face somehow <laughs> like Fastbender's face got like you know slightly randomized on photoshop like all the pieces <laughs> like mr potato head actually oh that makes fun little pun with the title didn't realize that yeah but it, you know like it, like it's still him but like the eyes touching an ear and there's like a tooth on the nose and like it's <laughs> close
0: all right. So we get to his farm and he learns here that his cow is going to die of tongue hanging out disease.
1: <laughs> and he gives, he gives his like African worker guy a gun and he's just like, all right, I'm going to <laughs> go. Yeah. You, walk away.
0: <laughs> you handle that. Um, And also, okay. So they open up on this and again, like, I wasn't expecting this. I thought we were going to make fun of Irish people. That's what Eli told me. So like right away, he goes to his wife and he's like, you know, I can't believe the black people here think they should get the land. It's not fair. Oh,
1: it is amazing. (laughs) All of my notes are just like, oh, my God, it's a white genocide in Africa movie. Yeah, it's a white genocide in Africa movie. He literally says this is real. The Africans, they came for us.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. He also yep. says we built this place. Yeah, we built this country.
3: <laughs> we took up the burden. I'm the good guy. <laughs> I'm supposed to be compelled by the plight of the white landowner in Zambia, right? Yes, now. that's what's about to happen. Ah, <sighs> Yep. And then he's like, yeah, all right. Well, you heard on the radio, too, I'm sure. Zambia is not working out. White genocide. How
1: are the race relations in South Africa?
3: That. Great. Is it great?
0: Yeah. I Let's say, move there. It's crushing it in the, yeah. Zulu in the 1980s. <laughs> so, yeah. So they decide to go to South Africa. And, and again, this is based on a true story. This took place in 1976. I just I want to emphasize that because it's going to matter a lot more as we go. So they have to move to South Africa. But first, they've got to like you know, get some money and stash that and everything.
3: Right. Yeah. He, he runs into the bank and he runs back out with like a wad of American cash on him. And he's like, all right, we're going to smuggle some American dollars in there, I guess. And he like hands it to the wife in the yeah. car and then like flicks his eyes down and then flicks his eyes back <laughs> up. <laughs> and she's like, do you want me to put him in my vagina? Yes. I want you. I clearly yeah, want you to put him in your vagina.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Now, <laughs> Now, you would think at this point the character would drive away and go to South Africa, but no, he has to physically assault a random driver for no reason first, right? Because he's black, right? He saw a black guy jumps out of his car. He's like, I'm going to beat the crap out of that guy. He does. And again... There is never a resolution to that. Again, I watched this whole movie,
1: being like, any minute now. So <laughs> I know Christian movies. He's going to be like, you know what? He and me were the same. No, later on, he will go. I'm an African too. Yeah, but he will uh, never go. Sorry about the slavery and now. the physical assault through and all three
3: acts up of that this movie. Guy. Yeah. Never. While he this happens, while he's in his Mercedes. Yes. In Zambia, the good guy got road rage while driving his Mercedes in Zambia and assaulted an old black man. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> this, I'm just naming what happens in the movie. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> it's it's fucking amazing. And also, we should point out that the the black guy he pulls out of his car and beats up is not some beat up asshole bustle. You could not possibly be less sympathetic in this moment. And again, that would make sense if you were setting him up to change eventually. They are <laughs> nope. like he's going to change countries. Yep, (laughs)
1: it's gonna change countries and occupations kinda, but that is, And, and it turns out that this is actually just this beating up a random person as a white slave owner in fucking Zambia is just the inciting incident for the next scene where he's like, great, now I have to like Pack up and leave this country fast because I assaulted a black man as a white slave owner in 1979. Like
3: his white nationalism meter was like all big, like in Grand Theft Auto on the top of the
1: screen. Oh, he's got five dead black guys. Oh, up, down, up, down, Uh, left, right. What is it?
3: Helicopters. (laughs) No, they don't own anything. We're good.
0: And then he's like, Well, we got to go quick. And the wife goes, Well, at least we've got our children. I mean, could be worse. We could be Mexican immigrants to the US in the exactly. 2010s. It's, that's, uh, anyway, all right, so now we cut to six months later, and he just got him a shitty farm in South Africa because apparently it took him six months to drive from Zambia to South Africa. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's got the Moses GPS thing going, oh,
1: so there's I a see, lot a yes. uh, swerving. <laughs> uh, and he shows up with
3: no plan, and the wife is, like, understandably pissed. He's like, here we are. Going to grow some fucking beans and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, what about water? Way too slow. Way yes. too slow. Needed you need to have a,
1: you know, point at, wa- at like a river right away, and you have nothing. <laughs> uh, also, in case you were worried that the racism was going to take a break, the mom immediately turns to the kids and le- and is like, we're like gypsies now. And I guarantee you the first go in the script was the N-word. Guarantee yeah. you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> By
3: the way, this is uh, KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa. This is the the shitty reservation the Zulu people got from the apartheid government. And our white protagonist is just going to steal some of that land. He's
0: going to squat. Yes. Yes. So and he's also going to have his nine and a half children live in this little tiny half room trailer, which, you know, hence the gypsy thing. Then he turns to the wife and he's like, "What should we call our new home?" And she's like, "Shalom." He's like, "I'm sorry, did you say shithole?"
1: <laughs> no, shalom.
0: It's the it's the only
1: Jew word I know. So <laughs> <that's>, um, <laughs> Messiah, we're Messiah.
0: No, it's is one of two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we cut to him screaming at another black person as though he believes that person is inferior to him. Never <sighs> changes this. Uh,
1: and and again, this whole scene is just so we can see him scream at someone he thinks is inferior and then mumble racist shit to himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, the wife even goes, was that necessary? He was trying to help you. And the guy, the protagonist, Angus is the character's name, says, and I quote, I didn't like the look of him. (laughs) Followed by trailing
3: off, the Zulus are... (laughs) Yeah,
0: Jesus. So, But he's going to do it all himself, damn it. And then we cut to uh, some Zulu guys, and they're, I want to say stick fighting, but the goal clearly isn't to hit the other guy, right? They're not, ain't, they're, oh, I don't. This is something
1: in Africa through a white guy who has never cared about his black neighbors, just being like, I think they like to f- stick dance. I feel like they
0: stick danced once. I don't know.
3: Yeah, they're LARPing. They're, they might as well <laughs> make the lightsaber
1: noise while they do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they've noticed that they have a new white guy squatting, um, and they're like, hey, maybe we could go work for him voluntarily. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that sentence Noah just said in
3: Zulu took about 10 minutes to say. Yeah. So – I'm pretty sure that these Zulu guys that they hired to be extras, just they said some fucked up stuff about the camera <laughs> crew. Oh. The white right camera guys. And they're like, no, it was just it was the one sentence. It was the line that you told us to no, say. I'm sorry,
1: I swear, I swear. So, I, they, do we, any of you speak Zulu? Uh, no? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's, right. That's okay. the line. Hold on,
3: I'm not done with the sentence yet.
1: <laughs> Dave, will you get in frame? I just want to...
0: <laughs> just for a quick thing. So... <laughs> Michael Fossbinder with a troglodyte filter. Wait, what? 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 So. You so, the word troglodyte? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut back to Angus. He is screaming at a stump. He will spend an awful lot of time in this movie angry at this stump.
1: Yeah. I got to admit, I was not prepared for the antagonist of a movie that takes place <laughs> in apartheid
0: Africa to be a uh, A stump. A stump. <laughs> Now, I want to point out, because, like, I'm guessing I'm the only one. Well, I don't know. Maybe he did you ever remove a stump as a kid? Do you ever have to do that? Oh, many times. Okay, so, you know, that him with with that tiny ass little hand axe, he might as well have a herring. He might as well be sawing at it with a herring. (laughs) Right. It would take 400 fucking years to take a stump out with that tiny ass little hand axe. I resent
1: the implication that I have never removed a stump. Have you ever okay, removed a fucking stump, absolutely never Eli? removed a stump. No, I have never <laughs> removed a stump. All right,
2: then. <laughs> Moving
1: on.
3: Yeah. No, he might as well be toothbrushing the stump. Like,
1: <laughs> In fact,
0: sanding it
1: down. <laughs> a bunch of my now deleted notes about this are you gotta split the stump from the center. He's gotta go from the top. I've <laughs> seen people chop wood. <laughs> Get a wedge. I mean, honestly, he should leave the stump
3: and use as his... Sp- Splitting surface, but whatever.
0: Yeah, right. Why the fuck is he trying? It doesn't... That stump isn't, like, in the middle of his field. Anyway. All right, so that night, the wife is trying to cheer him up. On the radio, we're hearing about how bad the white people have it in South Africa in the 80s or late 70s. And again,
1: (laughs) what was this guy's plan? This would be like if instead of moving into a new house, I just packed up all my belongings and moved them to a piece of land in Jersey and was like...
0: (laughs) We'll figure it out, Anna. We'll waddle and daub this shit. Don't worry, Anna. <laughs> Jesus. And, and he's going like, yeah, maybe we should move somewhere else. And the wife's like, no, there's nowhere in Africa that's safe from black people. Uh, okay. By the way, we should probably go over, like, the white genocide
1: conspiracy theory that this is based on, right? So, Should we? Very. Yeah. So basically... <laughs> Racist people like to pretend that the civil unrest in South Africa is black people just showing up to murder white neighbors like every third Saturday they just show up and they're like, Hey Steve, how's it going? I I know you brought cups to the cookout, so I'm gonna kill you and your family now.
0: <laughs> Yeah, this movie gives absolutely zero context to it. They just, this movie, if you knew nothing but what you learned from this movie, you would just assume that these poor native white folks were having their farms taken over by wild bands of fucking, you know, the bone through the nose african warriors just rappelling down from the ceiling on ropes <laughs> <Kids>. like, yeah
1: <laughs> this movie never even acknowledges that like he's a land squatter in zulu that what what Heath pointed out that this is a white guy who just walked into land and was like mine now who wants to work for me
0: yeah right <laughs> for free as we'll find out later on some occasions speaking of which it's, it's time to meet simeon so this is the best. Oh, they I love, love Simeon. Oh. So he was the strong cast. He must have been the strong cast. So the next morning, uh, Simeon shows up, this black dude, the Zulu dude, and, and he wants to find out if the guy's got work. Now, Simeon doesn't speak any English and Angus still yells at him in English and asks him questions in English this whole time. Right. So it's like it's like watching C-3PO translate in the Jabba the Hut scene.
1: Yeah, it's like watching me talk to a
0: French waiter. It is not great. It's just like more bread. <laughs> more of this. Right, but so but eventually he's like he's like saying to Simeon, Hey, can you drive a tractor? Can you do anything useful? And then Simeon just points to his muscle as it, though to say, I'll knock you the fuck out.
1: <laughs> no, I can't drive a tractor, but can I interest you in two tickets to the gun show? <laughs> And yes, he can.
3: They are beautiful, beautiful Mm. arm muscles.
0: All right. So now we cut to, and I, okay, so I wasn't even aware that such a game existed. My guess is that Heath played it in college, (laughs) 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 but they're playing lacrosse on horses. Yeah. Polo
3: cross. It, it, it It is actually a sport. Yeah.
1: I just thought this was what polo is, and I was like, I know nothing about sport. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I didn't. I knew there were horses, but why are there the? They got the lacrosse things. Man, you know, this is what the... happens when you let white people figure out sports. They all
0: <laughs> they get weird. And by the way, I like. I know nothing at all about this sport, so I have to just assume they suck at it because this is a Christian movie. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know much about this sport either. I just know it's called polo cross. And yeah, it's polo, but like with lacrosse sticks and lacrosse style thing on horses. But they are not good at it. But somebody was quite certain that they were very, very good at it. So yeah. they do this long scene where they're like, oh, no, I'm pretty amazing at polo cross. Catch me doing. Do you see me when I did the turn just now? And they're like, no. <laughs> no. well i hurt myself in the i poked myself in the eye but right before that we can keep that part right he was no.
1: describing me in zulu and it took him like 25 minutes to say awesome and he kept, kept making really the, really long
0: word for awesome yeah it compound doing word
1: he has to do a hand gesture like a pregnant woman shitting herself too but apparently that means like really awesome so yeah
0: so, all right, so now it's it's after the game. They're drinking beer at this all-white club in South Africa, and they're going to sit around and be racist together for a while.
1: Or uh. maybe, because I hadn't turned on the subtitles yet, so all of my notes are this movie brought to you by the back of the mouth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, okay, so basically I'll translate you for you here, Eli. Basically what they're saying are is our black people around here are terrible and they'll kill you. Yeah, the only line <laughs> I caught was our Zulus are a treacherous bunch. Yep, yeah, the guy is telling him to carry a gun in case he has to shoot the black people that work for him. Good guy, good, continual good guy. Yes, yeah, right, right, the, 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 the good friend of his character. I'm pretty sure this is a cop too this yes, is a police yes, officer yes.
3: being like yeah so you're a civilian but you're also going to need a gun on your hip at all times to kill black people yep like the treacherous ones especially the zulus i carry one like this it's like <sighs> call of duty black ops am i right <laughs> like, you gotta do it
0: and, and the dude by the way the the main character angus is like no no i'm from zambia i've been shooting black people since i was a kid i like <laughs> this is not new to me Anyway, yeah. okay. Yeah, and he's he's like
3: incredulous. He's like, yeah, it's actually, that's that's crazy. It's it's actually the same deal in Zambia right now. There's a lot of black people there too. It's like, it's almost like they're racist towards white people. It's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, glad that. Am, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Because, I you know, I don't like to throw those accusations around. But- <laughs> no. You are correct. Crazy. I'm living in Zambia, <laughs> land that I got somehow, and then these black people are there was just no burnt. people
0: on it when my dad showed up. Okay. So sometime later he's still fucking with that stump, and Simeon shows up and he's like, Hey man, you know, you got your kids live in a sardine can here. I, I- I'm gonna build you a house. And he's like, No, don't build me a fucking house, you stupid and en-
1: Z word? It is amazing <laughs> to watch this guy
0: be like, ah, oh, you just want me to have a half free.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then a, a truckload of uh, people show up from the, the next farm over. Apparently, he's not the only white guy squatting in Zulu lands here. Right. Uh, so this is where we meet his neighbor. Yeah, his
3: neighbor, Steak. <laughs> he, he shows up
0: it and is? he's like, I'm Steak. You must be Angus. really? (laughs) Steak and Angus? Seriously? I don't think that's the name, but that's certainly what I heard. I think it was like Stank or Stang or something like that. But I certainly heard, I'm Steak, you must be Angus.
1: They call everyone Boot at some point in this movie. So
0: (laughs) Steak, Boot, Angus. Yeah, so the guy so he uh, he he says hey he says to his neighbor he's like, "Hey, do you speak Zulu?" and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Can you tell this black guy to stop building this fucking house? I'm, I'll get white people to do it when I have more money." Yep. But then they they, they eventually he reluctantly agrees to let this man and his village build them a house. <laughs> yeah, fine. Build me a house. Gah. Bunch of assholes.
1: I'm going to keep trying to knock this stump down with my bare hand. Karate. Ow. <laughs>
3: And then we cut to Simeon and one of his Zulu buddies like building him a fucking house just to be really fucking nice. Mm-hmm. But he's he's explaining how insane this guy Angus is to his buddy. Oh, and yeah. He's like he's <laughs> like yeah, dude, like it's good that we got a little bit of work here, but this dude is crazy. He's crazy like those Italians who work on power lines. What? <laughs> That's his exact his exact phrase. That is my new Absolute all time favorite stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> crazy like Italians <laughs> or electricians.
1: Crazy? Oh, crazy like an Italian on a power line. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Crazy, like a fox who's Italian (laughs) on a power line. I guess it's just like we wanted to make sure that we got as many groups that we could possibly be bigoted to as possible (laughs) into this movie, apparently. (laughs) Oh, and then and then. okay, so they're doing the, the, the Waddle and Daub house and the white people all start having a mud fight. I mean, yeah. I know they're not going for blackface, but they land on blackface, right? They should at least be aware of that. So
1: many takes where someone turned to Simeon and was like, ah, ah, <laughs> uh, now I work for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You still <laughs> are- <'Cause
3: laughs> this isn't technically black. We're allowed to have a mud fight. This is not technically blackface. You have to let us do
0: this. <laughs> so, rules. so hooray. They finish the house and they get to live <laughs> in mud, literally. All right, so sometime later, Angus's brother and his family come to visit, I guess, right?
1: And there's this amazing moment of both sexism and this movie doesn't know what to do with things-ism. Because the scene begins with him going, ladies, the water is ready. And he just hands it to them like, please turn this water into food.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they, um, the wife and the sister-in-law uh, go into the house, which is TARDIS-esque in its lack of realism once we get to the interior, right? <laughs> oh, this mud house that
1: has like art deco, decorations and tile. It's amazing. It might as well have a basement. Yeah. <laughs> a furnished basement. It's
3: like a pottery barn showroom the day after yes. they built it. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the wife is complaining. She's like, you know, my husband needs help. He's really stressed out about all the black people in Africa. And so the sister-in-law is like, well, maybe, you know, since he has mental health issues, we should get some psychiatric drugs. Those will be as much as the stump. Those will be the bad guy in this movie, right? They will. Yeah. Yeah. But before we can further explain that, we have to go outside and talk potatoes
1: Oh, farming deep cuts. If you were hoping for some farming deep cuts in this movie, go for it.
0: Yeah, no, the the fucking The Martian had nothing on this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, the brother thinks they should plant potatoes instead of uh, uh, beans. And and Angus is like, potatoes? That's crazy talk. A potato crop would require divine intervention. God himself would have to get involved if I was going to plant potatoes. (laughs) Foreshadow. And then we cut to Angus driving uh, or so. OK, so he, he's driving into the farm one day and uh, Simeon and the other Zulu dude are sitting there uh, and they're like, he's like, hey, what's what's the matter? And they're like, uh, he did it. No, he did it. He did it. Apparently, one of them wrecked the tractor.
1: Uh classic comedy. High when the slaves wreck your tractor and you. Physically assault
0: them as oh, punishment? Fuck's sake! So yeah, he he hits them a bunch. They run off, and he's like, "No, no, come back!" And then he hits them again. Oh, <laughs> they play the it favorite. as a comedy beat, though. They seriously play this as a comedy beat. Like, oh, he's gonna hit him again now that they're back. I
1: I can see how this would be a weird scene for anyone who doesn't work for Noah. Hey, but your, you should
0: trust me. your drinking fountain is just <laughs> as good as ours. Damn it! I've told you that before. Why do I have to drink out of a bowl, though? <laughs> <laughs> come back, Eli. Come back. Come nope. on. Hit oh,
2: right.
3: <laughs> hey, you again. Nah, you got me. Classic. This time Mike I'll Watkins, let you kick rapey The rapey SNL open. character, the continental guy. <laughs> Just like, no, come back. Come back.
0: Come back. So, all right. So now we cut to him. Okay. So he's mad at Simeon for wrecking his tractor. So the solution is that I, I am not making this up. You're. You're going to say it, but I'm not. I swear. He demands that Simeon work for him as a slave. Yep. That's what happens, right? He's like, okay, uh, to make up for the tractor, you have to work for me for no pay.
3: Yep. That's right. I'm white. You're black. This is fine. We're making a movie. Yeah. And they, by the way,
1: are like, yeah, totally. We get it. We broke the tractor, so we're helping you out (laughs) (laughs) after the
0: thing all right so okay so then we cut back to the whites only lacrosse polo club where he can commiserate (laughs) with the other whites about how inept the black people are and how tired he is it's like hey you know if one of a vicious
1: racist had the conversational skills of a college girl just like oh my god i'm so tired (laughs) (laughs) and it's the saddest
3: segregated country club ever <laughs> just like everything's falling apart and there's like nails hanging out of the wall like, black people are like oh please don't ban us from your garbage clubhouse <laughs> please massa please don't yeah and he shows up to to sit down with one of his other cop friends the racist guys from that scene before and he's supposed to be all like Exasperated Angus is and so he like sets his beer down all angry and tired and he tries to knock over the beer and he, he misses on the yep. first try.
1: Hundred percent misses. He
3: oh. misses trying to drop a beer. And then, <laughs> and then he just like throws everything in his hands, like an infomercial for like <laughs> apartheid beer caddies. It's so stupid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's he's trying to do drunken stumbly and failing. It's fucking amazing. So then they talk about how his wife wants him to take things for his insanity. Right. She's like he's like, yeah, my wife wants me to take the mental health medication, but I'll stick with being a violent asshole and a failure. Maybe I'll hear a voice in my head later that'll tell me what to do since I'm so sane and don't need this medicine. Yep, his response is
1: tranquilizers are for Gamos, pretty much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, I heard the word tranquilizer. I, I have <laughs> yeah. no idea what the fuck they were saying for this
3: entire scene, except I did catch tranquilizer. And it sounded like, to me, I was like, oh, they're they're suggesting in addition to his gun, he has tranks for
2: <laughs>
3: Are you serious right now? <laughs> and that was kind of confirmed by the other racist guy just outside of the window mm-hmm. from them who uses the word Mandela as a negative reference at that point.
0: Well, okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. No, this guy is here. This is the mascot theory of racism, right? This guy's here to be even more racist than these two, right? So that they (laughs) will seem progressive by comparison. This is the guy who says, and I quote, the most dangerous job in the world is being a white farmer in South Africa. Being white is not a job. (laughs) the most also
1: this he's the guy who says if that's freedom i don't want it and let's be clear what he means by freedom is any black person not being a direct slave
0: he's talking about ending apartheid yep yeah now again like the movie is selling this guy as the real racist right but you know again to try to make our other characters seem you know ever so slightly less racist right
3: but the less racist guy starts explaining how the Zulus have, like, dangerous heel bones and fast twitch muscles
0: Yeah, they're vicious. That's the next thing that happens. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can see why they needed this even more racist guy <laughs> to tone him down. Uh, but then Angus pukes on that guy, which was nice. That was fun. I did oh, appreciate that. Angus, <laughs> But
1: even before
3: he pukes all over himself, he's a mess. He's, like, <laughs> there's beer dripping down his face and, like applesauce on him like a baby got the cigarettes
0: and applesauce on his chest
3: it's so weird
0: yeah so he pukes on the guy and then we cut back to his house where he's with his wife saying like you know hey you know it's tough to be white let's talk about that some more right and she she asks him to take his pills and his well, response she asked him to take his pills but yeah
1: yeah, she, she asked him to take his pulse and he's like great might as well be on the street smoking crack with the n- <laughs> 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 dust. Okay, but
3: that that was p- the word was pills. I got yeah. that right too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My notes for for this scene were Retink Hey Hala? Huh. I wonder what that means. Pills. I think he said pills. And then he did. And then he's shaking a bottle of pills. It's a
0: fun game finding yeah. out the,
3: the words in the movie you're watching for two hours.
0: I gotta say, this movie would have been much more pleasurable if I had never understood anything anyone said. So,
3: <laughs> it turns out that would have been better. Yeah.
0: All right. So then we get mom dropping the kids. Well, he he has to yell and scream and wake up the baby, right? Yeah. And and his wife is like, great. You woke the baby with your racist drug mythos. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, well, you know, we live in mud. All the noises would do that. Okay. So then we cut to mom taking her kids to the all white school the next day.
3: Yeah. I thought South Africa had lots of black people too. It's weird that the schools. (laughs) are. It's interesting. It must be the school district. You know, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's the area. Uh, my my and school was entirely white, too. The, in, the neighbor
1: lady is like, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, Awesome. Actually, great. Super duper great. Your husband is an abusive racist. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk real quick about the Nazi child that comes out of this truck? <laughs> <laughs> the kid could not look more evil. Like, okay, picture a Nazi. Now picture that same Nazi in second grade. That's the fucking kid. <laughs> that fat little second grade Nazi. So good. Did you guys picture me in second
1: grade? Yeah, I did. I did. I I did. That's what I was I was thinking. Nice of. chubby cheeks. Um. So <laughs> you like can't get your arm bit to fit around your man boobs. Like, so you're just holding it on there. <laughs> oh, I
0: usually would hold my arms up. So my boobs would kind of flatten out. <laughs> yeah, it's well. the key. All right. So this random lady that she's talking to at school, they go to lunch together and she's complaining because she's just an annoying person to have lunch with. And she's like, yeah, you know, I got him some medicine and that hasn't helped. Um, probably because he refuses to take him. But who knows? Could be a, any number of things. Could also be that all of psychology is nonsense and, and Jesus is better.
1: What's amazing about this scene is she's trying to do it as a list. She's like, oh, I'll try everything. i tried tranquilizers. End of list. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs>
0: right. But Rando is like well, maybe you guys should go to church with us. That'd fix him, huh? Go to church. Yeah. Yeah. So after that very productive scene, we get them getting ready for church. And like, okay, he's bitching because he has to wear a tie because he's an 11 year old. Like, honestly, like, would any of us have been surprised if this character just started holding his breath at this point in the scene? She has to take his shirt <laughs> off. He holds his arms above his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we get to them. Uh, they, they're they arriving at the church, and apparently he's just been yelling at his wife and trying to tie his tie the whole fucking way. It's like a Simon
1: Pegg movie, right? The one scene cuts with him yelling, and then another scene opens with him yelling. <laughs> yeah. He's just been in, he's been in constant yell mode.
0: Yeah, and
1: apparently they're going to cafeteria church. This is very, very strange, although I will say my favorite thing about this scene is the subtitle here was inaudible
0: dialogue. And I just wrote <laughs> that is literally the entire movie. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> all right. So they, they get they, they go into cafeteria. So they are having a meal and all it's an all white congregation where they're going up and everybody's talking about how awesome God is. But you get free food if you listen to him, I guess. Yeah. And he is watching the clock. He is there five seconds
1: and we see like the clock in slow motion ticking by. And I get it. I mean, he has so much shouting and grunting to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's (laughs) watching that clock like I was watching the remaining time left in this film. (laughs) And okay, so but the guy behind him, he leans forward and he's like, hey, you guys should come to church with us. I'm like, you're in church right fucking now. Leave him alone. I literally wrote in my notes, hey,
1: I know you're in church right now, but do you want to come to church tomorrow <laughs> too?
0: <laughs> and he does, apparently. They go to church again the next day. This movie is so fucking stupid that it had to have a scene of him going to church so that he could be invited to church so you'd understand when he went to church in the next scene. <laughs> right? <laughs> so they show up at church, and luckily, the uh, everyone's already there, but they've left the... Front row free for him and his family. That was a weird yeah. moment. <laughs> and he's carrying
3: his baby in that aggressively large bassinet. Yes. Like, <laughs> like inside a Winnebago. He's got a baby inside a <laughs> carryable <laughs> Winnebago with like handles. Like yeah. I wanted a flight attendant to come by and be like, I'm sorry, sir, but the baby has to go under the church. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, <can't> <laughs> he's looked like a baby inside a duck that's inside a chicken. Yeah. So uh, then the preacher starts giving his, I used to be an alcoholic, but anyway, how about Jesus? It's <laughs> oh. so good. He's like, My
3: name is Pastor Dave and I'm an alcoholic. What? Sorry. Habit. Habit. <laughs> My name is Pastor Dave and I want to talk about the Blex. Sorry. Nope. Also, Habit. <laughs> <Nope. laughs> talk
0: about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Third yeah. time. Nailed it. Nailed it. And, uh, and then he starts having a flashback, right? Like the, the the story that the pastor's telling is connecting with Angus's soul. And he has this, like, make Rhodesia great again flashback.
1: Yes. Okay. He has a flashback to the time when he was a kid and watched a Christian movie. Because this Christian movie wants you to know how important Christian movies <laughs> yes, are. right. <laughs> we matter the scene. By the way, the, the cover for this, in case you're wondering why this random flashback happens, it's because the guy that this movie is based on was Christian as a child as well. So they threw this in there just in case any atheist podcasters ever watched this and had to point out the fact that this guy was always a Christian and then just got super into Jesus when he moved to a new country so that. They could be like, no, we showed the scene where he Uh, watched a Christian movie. You did.
0: Well, okay, so they were aware of us then, but they weren't aware of us with the pastor's next line, which is nobody can deny the power of Jesus in men's lives. There are no (laughs) podcasters. Heath and Eli are figments of my imagination, and I'm a brain in a jar. (laughs) Nobody at all. And then we get the altar call. And I wrote in my notes Will Angus go up to, yep, never mind. The dramatic tension was so short lived, I couldn't finish typing that sentence.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: He gives his life to Jesus, but he
1: also drags the kids with him. And I loved how bored the kids are. They're just like,
0: yeah, sure, whatever, dad. Life to Jesus Christ. You got it. <laughs> and it occurs to me that we've gotten this far in without talking about the physical appearance of the pastor. Oh, Reverend Don Rickles. I I expected at any moment for him to explain how this guy's Mr. Pink and this guy's Mr. Red or something. Yeah,
3: (laughs) it's so it's it's the second grade Nazi, but with Benjamin Button.
0: Like that's that's
3: (laughs) his face looks like it's like a giant balloon that's going to float away from his body.
0: (laughs) Any second. Also, this is a small moment, but I love it so much. They start to pan away from the because he turns even more Christian now. And they start to pan away from the all white church, but then clearly the cameraman realizes that they shouldn't do that. Cause all the buildings around it are slums full of black people. And the only nice building is the one that the white people are on. So that would make them look bad. So they're panning back and tightening the shot at the same time.
1: <laughs> they might as well start to spin the camera.
0: Suddenly cuts in on Batman. Yeah. Right. All right, so now we cut to the, he's sitting with with Reverend Don, Don Rickles, and he's telling him his life story, right, about how Scottish he is. I guess you could say I'm a psychopath. Aw, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he says, you know, I'm, I'm Scottish. That's in my blood. A lot of this movie relies on the notion that culture is transmitted through the blood, doesn't it? <laughs> Disturbing yeah. amount.
3: I'm a Scottish African.
0: It's a weird combination, right,
3: Reverend? (laughs) Reverend's like, oh, well, funny thing about God. He actually loves untrue Scotsmen. So we're good, (laughs) we're good.
1: Yeah. Also, there's a great moment after this where he's like gonna give him a Bible and he has like a, now I know I have a Bible around here
0: somewhere. Moment. Yes. Well, he says he says at first he's like, "I'm going to give you. I have a great book to give you." And we're like, ah. "Yeah,
3: is it is it the Bible? It <laughs> yeah. is the Bible? Oh, okay. you've, you've
0: heard of it? Okay. Cool. All oh, right. right on. Um, also, it like this actor suddenly remembers for the briefest of moments that his character is supposed to have a Scottish accent." <laughs> it's it's a quarter of a second. He's like, Hoot man, I need to... Cry. But what's really amazing, though, is when he goes into the Scottish accent, he's understandable all of a sudden. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, is that how bad it's gotten?
3: Yeah, I wasn't sure if he, like, started speaking better English or did I learn to understand <laughs> after Connor mumbling nonsense like, I didn't know what was happening because all the, like for one scene I got the movie and then the it goes right back away
0: and there's also this moment where I get you you can imagine that the guy this is based on came in and did some rewrites or something because like he's like you know I'm loving this Jesus thing but don't get me wrong I'm still pretty badass and the pastor says yeah God loves wild men who are excited about him Our God is functionally indistinguishable from a raunchy, abusive gay lover. Really, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's not the only one, honey. (laughs) That's
1: what I wrote in my notes.
0: So the pastor gives him a Bible and he's like, hey, how can I be annoying and Christian? And he's like, it comes naturally. Tell three people or you'll have bad luck for a year. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. He says the next three friends that you see today, tell them that you're Christian now and then go find all new friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, sometime later, he's in the truck with Simeon and he's learning to speak Zulu, right?
1: <laughs> and this is amazing. Because this is supposed to be him good. And he's, this is where I realized oh, this movie's turnaround is not going to be he doesn't have slaves anymore.
0: It's just like he's going to be a little nicer to his slave. Yeah. No, that's pretty much the whole nine. So, and, and what's really amazing, okay, so this scene, they're burning off a bunch of brush and the fire gets away from them, but they open it with him and Simeon talking about, boy, it sure is windy here. Rather than that being, we shouldn't start a giant fire then, that's just what he's trying to learn to say in Zulu, right? That's their way of working in that it's windy.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> L- let me just say right now, I no, I haven't torn up any stumps. Is this a part of farming? Cause
0: here's what it looks like. You <laughs> set something on fire and then you hit it with a mop? Okay, yeah, the mop thing, I don't I like this has gotta be based on a real thing, but like, yeah, they're trying to control the flames by hitting them with flat plastic mops. Like like they're trying to intimidate the fire.
1: Keith, is this did your dad ever do this to you
3: as a prank? You ever get mopped? Any help? <laughs> yeah. And if you do it wrong it's there's a lot of consequences you but you learn you learn to be a better large fire starter.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. So the fire gets away from he drives off to go get help like he knows a fucking water bender. He just pulls up and he tells his wife, "Hey wife, I started a gigantic fire cuz I'm stupid. Make someone fix that."
3: <laughs> so she calls three other people to come with like a few more pitchforks and mops and they're (laughs) going (laughs) to
0: be right but no water yeah so okay yeah and then i think we all have this in our notes does a tree shoot him (laughs) tree shoots it he definitely gets shot by a fire (laughs) yeah i i i don't know i guess it's like one of these trees that like the heat builds up in, in, in the gases inside it, and then the bark flies off. Really, I, I don't know. Something like that happens. But for all we can see is that there are snipers in the trees, apparently. Yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, you know, this whacking at it with giant fans thing doesn't seem to be working. We're going to need to pray for rain.
1: Oh, and I just wrote my notes. I liked it better when he mumbled hate and racist stuff.
3: <laughs> I wanted somebody to be like, hey, cool. Can we just pray for the fire to just stop, though, instead? Like, <laughs> yeah, so instead do we need a feel like indirect? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't no, a dick. We're doing let's the go
1: around. Let's go around. Yeah. yeah. so Got a trick But, the, but then
3: the fire spreads all the way to a, a large grove of gasoline trees. Well, <laughs> so now they have, like, it's, it's serious
0: now. <laughs> But eventually God sends the rain and they even they make a big deal about this. It's like, oh, God sent rain, even though it's not the rainy season. But in the next scene, they tell us the date, right? It's November 17th. November is the start of the rainy season in South Africa. So as stupid a thing to lie about as this is, they're lying about this. Yep. Anyway, although I really wanted to be at the rat meeting after that fire. Right.
1: Okay, everybody. Good work today. A um, couple of notes. First of all, want to apologize for lighting a fire when I didn't want more fire. I was under the impression that fire was a lot more contained, you know? So that's uh, my bad.
0: Yeah, well, it was definitely your fault. Huh? Yeah.
1: Item two, uh, when I was praying for rain today, was really on my own there. and uh, could have used some help. So, i uh, going to need more help next time. Uh, excuse me, boss. Do you care what God we pray to? That, yes. Uh, I'd like that to be my God, if it's all the same. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no. No bad questions. Uh, yeah, question. Another one. Uh, can your God
3: stop the fire next time? In, in, instead of the rain, just stop the fire.
1: I will have a word. Also, reminder everyone here is basically a slave, but I am the good guy in the movie. We're all clear on that. Great. I am the good guy.
0: Alright, so we, alright, now we, we rejoin him. He's laying in his cornfield, reading the
1: Bible. Ugh, I wanted him to turn over and like Edward and Bella are there. Oh, are you guys using this field? Oh, I was doing a the Bible thing. <laughs> Are you guys doing a forever thing? Because I I call dibs on this field. Yeah, it's no, my, this is my, my speaking
0: to God field. And he, he is. He's speaking to God. He's like, hey, God, how do I best annoy people into being Christian? Right?
3: Kevin Costner walks up. Dude, you can't put your baseball field here. Get out of here. Doing?
0: <laughs> Dumber than planting potatoes. Go with the vampire lady and man. Go. Come on. They're
3: good at baseball. Figure it out.
0: So, okay. And then uh, the pastor shows up, right? Yep. Yeah, And and he just
3: starts yelling into the giant acres of corn for Angus. That's his plan to find him. He's just like, walks up the road. He's like, Angus. And it works, right? He's
1: right there immediately.
3: He's like, oh, cool. Yeah,
1: no, I was right next to that. I wanted when he came out for him to be like, how long have you been doing that? Oh, six days. (laughs) Six
0: days. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, uh, Angus is like, well, Reverend, welcome to my church. It's it's just corn. It's, it's, corn. It, it's corn, but it's... Any, anyway, he's like, did you hear about that water that fell from the sky? What a m- miracle that was, huh? That water would just suddenly fall out of clouds. Oh, and I love the Reverend's performance here because he's so trying to
1: walk the line between, yeah, absolutely, stay my religion, and you actually don't have direct control over the weather. I should probably break that to you. <laughs> But erring on the side of the former, though... Said I could drink poison and take up serpents. Yeah, oh, uh, about that. Here's mm. the thing about serpents now, <laughs> as opposed to then, they've gotten more poison. You know, weed's gotten stronger. It's like that. <laughs> you know, your farm hands have
3: them do the serpent and poison yes. stuff. You First. plant, just plant.
0: Uh, so and also th- at this point in the movie, the the scriptwriter clearly starts forgetting what sentence he was starting to write because he has this he, this monologue where he was like, he's like it, it struck me that God gives ordinary people alright that's the end of that sentence let's move on to a new one yeah I feel like he was starting to re- he's, he's like
1: you know what I noticed God didn't use highly educated people or people with video cameras <laughs> wait I don't mean this <laughs>
3: <laughs> but then they like three sentences later get back to that. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, God God's all about everyday people like white teachers and
0: white. Cops and white <laughs> Yeah. But then the pastor decided that this is a very important moment in his life. So he's got to like mark the date, which he does by pulling out an ear of corn and scribbling it on the dirt path next to him. That's November 17th, <laughs> the day that God called him.
3: So stupid, and Angus is like, okay, yeah, eleven seventeen. Never forget. Got it. You can just tell me verbally, though. You don't a, have
1: to. You didn't have to take one corn. of my corn. Appreciate yeah. It. Feel like you or, actually corn was a bad way to write that. So yeah, a stick <laughs> like, or your finger might have been easier. <laughs> feels like you were aiming to waste corn. <laughs> eleven seventeen.
0: I still have it. I didn't got need it. The, you right, see. Yeah. So and also, it's this is a dust. So it's not like it's not like you just carved it into stone. You don't think that's going to stay like the footprints on the lunar regolith or anything do you do you you think that is okay
1: and now it's time to realize what god wants him to
0: do yeah yeah so he's gonna rent town or he's gonna rent a a hall in town so that he can tell people how awesome jesus is right
1: yeah and his wife has a moment of clarity right she's like really do you maybe want to do Something else with your time here in Africa? Did God <laughs> tell you to do anything else here in Africa? He's yeah. like, nope, nope.
0: Spend a week talking about Jesus. That's, Rent to town hall. Yeah, that's the most important thing I could do with both my time and my money in South Africa in the 80s. Yeah. All right, so... But he he wants to tell everybody that amazing story about it raining once. So we get this like montage of other pastors said, no, you'll never be able to convince anyone in this 80 percent Christian country to come to church. That's silly. You're not Jesus enough for that. Well,
1: one guy's even like, dude, they're all Christians. Like, you're going to either be preaching to the converted. And he was like, oh, oh, that one. I yeah. want to do that. <laughs> yes. But I'd
0: like to rent a building for a week to do it. Right. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. So a bunch of pastors turned him down. So we cut back to him at home that night, bitching about how nobody thinks he can Jesus good enough. And then a bunch of black people show up because... One of them was struck by lightning, and they need the help of the white man, right? Yeah, they need his much stronger god to assist them. He knows Jesus, so maybe he can get Jesus to take back his lightning. I don't know he, to have Jesus talk to Zeus. He's white too, right? <laughs> that have a whole connection. <laughs> so, yes. Now, if you think that Eli was just exaggerating about where this movie was going, no. He shows up at the little village where all his his workers live. There's a dead girl on the bed who just got struck by lightning, but he yells Jesus' words at her, and she comes back to life. Well, does she come back all the way back to life? (laughs) Or or does she wake up but only halfway? Yeah, and she comes back to life. He's like, God healed you. Lift up your hands. And she's like, it's a lightning storm, not probably... (laughs)
1: Great idea, that was... Uh -uh. Also, we're in a building that just got hit by lightning, if you remember, so...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Then all the rest of the Zulus just, like, run outside with metal poles. They're like, do us next, do us
1: next!
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Like, seriously, there's a line.
1: Just a tiny note here. So, the movie that this guy is based on... This guy has claimed that he's done this multiple times mm-hmm. and he had to walk it back when he went to other countries because they were like, oh, hey, man, here in fucking Switzerland where you're visiting, you said you could raise the dead. Right. And he's like, ah, have
0: you seen my movie? <laughs> <laughs> only Black people with lightning on November Pacific. 17th. So it's weird. It's like I have a very limited Ability.
3: James Randy walks in. All right, turn turn one page in this book. See what you can do with that before we get <laughs> to resurrecting people.
0: Yeah, I, I I love I wanted the Zulus to say to him, No, 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 she was taking a nap. The lightning lady is over over here. You just Ooh. yell at, oh, okay. I thought
1: you guys were barbecuing. Damn. Oh, <laughs> <sighs>
0: uh, no. Right. Well, I am well, not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then Simeon comes up at that point and he's like Oh, she's back to life. I didn't have sex with her corpse. I didn't she tells <laughs> you that's total it's a lie. Already
3: sold her kids
2: <laughs>
3: to offer. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, we're good. I sold them to you. You're the one who oh, yeah. <laughs> kids. You guys have a thing. That's your wife. I sold it to your wife. It's fine. It is fine. <laughs> I kept her I
1: love how he's like, hey, I have some follow-up questions about you bringing someone back from the dead, and he's like, Nope,
0: gotta gotta go. Bye, yeah, <laughs> speaking of having to go at this point in this boring ass plotless movie i could have used some divine resuscitation of my own so we're going to pause for a quick break here but first let me give act three the hard sell will an incident in sight will the action rise did freitag have some kind of parking lot that i'm not aware of find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the tuberous conclusion of faith like potatoes
1: hi I'm Eli Bosnick, and this week, we're pleased to announce a brand new sponsor, Green Chef.
0: What's Green Chef? Green Chef is a USDA-certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. And the
3: thing we love about Green Chef is it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options every week. Meal plans include paleo, eh. vegetarian, mm-hmm. keto, gluten-free, eh. omnivore, carnivore, and And, of course,
1: the one Eli is excited about, vegan. That's right, Heath. And, you know, usually when we promote a sponsor like Green Chef, we do a wacky sketch where Heath goes into a restaurant and can't get food. But this week, we do not have to do that. That's right, because we can tell you the 100% true stories of me trying to eat somewhere with all of us as a vegan. (laughs) Like
0: the time a waiter in Seattle told him he could get soy milk Down the street, maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because while Green Chef delivers pre-portioned ingredients along with easy-to-follow step-by-step instructions right to your door. The waiter in Chicago who
3: explained to Eli the only thing he could eat on the menu was bread (laughs) did not.
1: (laughs) They sent us a sample box from Green Chef, and the vegan fajitas and black bean patties were flavorful and easy to make. Plus, the recyclable packaging and pre-bagged ingredients made unpacking
0: and cooking a breeze. Much easier than when we went to that barbecue place at ReasonCon, and Eli ended up eating a roll with mustard on it. I did. I did eat a roll with mustard
3: (laughs) on it. So if you're tired of duct-taping Cliff bars to your wife, like the Wolf of Wall Street, (laughs) whenever it's time to eat... (laughs) Why not get $50 off your first box of Green Chef by going to
1: greenshefus
3: slash awful. Greenchef.us
0: slash awful.
1: Awful. Like the vegan pasta they had for me at that steakhouse in Oklahoma City. It was very, like, disturbingly
3: green. The color <laughs> like, green. It was like a
1: Martian from
3: a 60s movie. Yeah, it was, it was green. Looked like a 70s couch. Green Chef.
0: Eating well just got easier. From the makers of Faith
3: Like Potatoes. I'm a slave owner and I'm grumpy. Comes the tale of a man transformed by faith. I'm a slave owner who is no longer grumpy. When all hope was lost, his faith saw him through. I just know my slaves can pick all this cotton in time. This summer, faith. Like cotton. That is essentially this movie. It is. Pretty much the same.
0: And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, he was literally raising people from the dead. Uh, And we're going to rejoin him. He's rented out that hall to tell everybody about the time Jesus made it rain once. And, uh, it, but we, we, we joined him at backstage getting ready for the You Black People Should Love White God More event.
3: Getting all psyched up for his giant wasted time speech, just like God punch, God karate, like getting all,
0: <laughs> yeah, ready
1: firing itself up. And his, his prayer is, please let me speak to them simply. I just wrote in my notes, easy ask, dude, easy ask. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but basically he's saying, like, okay, God, don't, embarrass me don't be a cuck about this i, I spent a lot of money here so he keeps checking the crowd and it's really big they're really excited so he goes out to give his speech which is impossibly random and boring and convoluted he's like This is what I wrote down as I was writing it. My friend had marital and financial problems, but I told him to love God. And guess what happened? No, seriously guess, because I'm done with that story now. Now let me tell you about God (laughs) burning down all my corn one time.
3: Ugh. I wanted I wanted to get yelled at like a, like a one-hit wonder. Just like, yeah. speech is boring, boo. Resurrect another dead person. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm doing my new album stuff. So, <laughs> uh, this is my solo track. Nobody cares. Play Breakfast to Tiffany's. Come on. Always, every time. No.
1: Every I'm, time. I'm raising corn now. Doing yes. Deep Blue
0: Something, the eponymous stuff. Duh. <laughs> so, yeah, so... He tells the story about three days after his corn was destroyed, it stopped being destroyed because Jesus, I, I don't know where the fuck this story is coming from.
1: Oh, and he wraps it up like a third grader's book report. He's like, and if God can fix corn, he can fix you. You're simpler Your- than corn. Corn. <laughs> Stupid.
0: <laughs> right. But, but apparently the speech was supposed to be profound because the guy who was like working the the camera filming his his speech here. Uh, decides to love Jesus afterwards, right?
3: Yes. <laughs> also, did he say this sentence? We had a bumper crop of semen. I'm pretty sure he said <laughs> nope, bumper crop did, of semen. I did, I did, he did not, not say hear that. bumper crop. He has of a lot semen. of kids, so he did have well, a bumper crop of that's semen. That's true. It would be know. true if he said it. Uh, you could have possibly missed that. If you had a bumper
1: crop of semen, please. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, only, the only way I right. can think of me missing that, Heath, is him not having said it. So it's, it's one of the, or the other of those things. I'm going I'm crazy. On your side. If you
3: or, own Bumper Crop of Semen, Ben Carson's biopic, pornographic <laughs> movie, please send it to me.
0: <laughs> All right, so now we cut to 18 months later, because sure, why the hell not? And the radio is like, it's the worst drought ever in the history of ever. If only we as a country love Jesus more. Also, white farmers still have it pretty rough. I'm the radio.
1: <laughs> oh, and this is where he he's about to leave and he gives the pep talk to Simeon. Yeah. Right? To all of uh, well, to all of his workers. Yeah, uh. yeah. He's like, OK, guys, I'm leaving. Do not eat. My kids, okay? <laughs> Seriously, look at me. I'm, I'm looking too. at you, I'm looking Simeon. At you. I'm, looking I'm looking right at, you. at,
3: don't let the other you people kill my wife and
1: kids. Yeah. And the best thing happens, Simeon gives him a big, like, nod and a thumbs up and everyone else is totally silent. They are... Absolutely. They did not
0: agree to protect his family. Right, right. They're all suspiciously (laughs) quiet. Like, what? Did you? What? Okay, I still can't hear you. Bye. Yeah, sure. We'll see how things go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right,
1: right. It's like making brunch plans with them. All right, so I'll see you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Follow me, and then
0: I'll. Yeah. And then we get this completely useless scene of. His wife is painting at night, and Simeon is patrolling the moats.
1: It's <laughs> it's like a weird pseudo pop scare. It's like a I, like they
0: stole one scene from The Conjuring. It's his black guy. <laughs> ah, that's the thing. That's the pop scare, right? Black character that we know. But it was also pretty
3: funny. Just the like he shows up and he's like um. Oh, I'm going to be your security guard with my comically oversized honey stick. <laughs> like, I, actually, I actually laughed out loud. Like, it was just so silly, the The object he's holding. It's a honey stick, right? Well,
0: you, yeah, well, the part that cracked me up is where the wife, there, there's a bird call in the background. And the wife goes, was that a bird? <laughs> I want him to be like, no, it's a lion. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> bird. <laughs> but instead, it gets even dumber. He tells him all about the stupid bird that you can't eat. Or you'll turn stupid.
1: Yeah, the person who wrote this movie ate it. So it's
0: fairy tale. <laughs> it's using that as an excuse. I guess. I just wrote. Boy, is this scene necessary? Oh well, then. Then he shows he doesn't just have the 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 honey stick. Right. He's he's brought more larping <laughs> weapons. He's got a
3: large butter knife taped to a yardstick too. Yes.
0: So <laughs> That's so. You're way. safe. Which she responds to,
1: but you are a card with your spear and your hunting stick. (laughs) I'm going to get back to my painting, which is now revealed to be an old black man.
0: Yeah, because she's not racist at all. (laughs) She was just scared of a black man that she's known for years for, you know, reasons. All right. So then I guess Angus is back from Scotland because they couldn't afford to do any filming in Scotland. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we get him putting on his kilt. Right, yep. And he's like
1: the tie, you think the tie's a little too much. I don't I don't want to look stupid when I wear a kilt and talk about how my invisible friend got my corn up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's he doing here? He's he's going to do some like Scottish improv for I guess. Like, the group I wrote of that. Zulu's on his farm. I wrote he's working on his tight 15 <laughs> apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like,
3: Gonna do my dance quintet, you know, my cycle, <laughs>
0: bagpipes. What? Yeah. So right, because all of these people work for him, so they have to show up to look at his vacation slides. Because- this is the cru-
1: this is the cruelest thing. This- uh. He is a white slaver in South Africa, and the cruelest thing he does in this movie is make everyone look at his vacation slides. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, and the, the message that he's sending is Scotland is so much better than your country. That yeah. This one, it sucks compared to Scotland. He's
1: telling people in Zulu that Scotland is the most beautiful place he's ever seen. <laughs> and the people are the nicest. I, I wrote my notes. OK, that is the craziest thing he said. And he <laughs> raised the dead person. Yeah,
3: Show us another slide of the color gray. I will have 100 more <laughs> slides of the <my> color gray. <laughs> Scotland is beautiful, but you gotta get past the gray. You gotta yeah, get the Yeah, no, that's it. You I gotta, hope it's you really guys like cement. Beautiful.
0: If you like black and white movies, you'll love Scotland. So, okay, so and then Simeon types. music. Simeon goes, If Scotland's so great, why do you keep hanging out with us assholes? <laughs> Simeon.
1: Oh.
3: He's my favorite. At this point, he's literally licking his lips, getting ready for this amazing roast joke he's about to drink. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like all right, so uh, question. Uh, get the fuck out? You, <laughs> will you leave? Are there are there no black people to exploit in
0: Scotland? Can uh, no. you just do that instead? Yeah, but his answer is basically he basically gives you the first three stances of the white man's burden. He's like, well, Kipling once said... <laughs> Oh, I, I, this this little speech
1: where he's like, I'm an African. Oh. My tribe is just a <laughs> white tribe. This is going to end with it's OK to be white. This is yes. a fucking <laughs> nightmare. It, it literally ends with him saying, I know there are lots of problems between black and white people, but I hope you see an African brother when you see me. Yes. That's literally his goddamn line. He tries to do a handshake.
3: I'm <laughs> <laughs> from a white tribe of Africans. Yeah, we're pretty great. You're welcome. That's <laughs> that's what just happened. Yes. And then Simeon's like, Aren, Aren't are you Scottish people basically like the blacks of England? Can you just <laughs> do you not understand what's happening right now?
0: He's, no, no, we're the Mexican, the Irish or the black people of England. We're like the Mexicans. I mean, it's weird because we're do a handshake with me.
3: Do well, a handshake. You're both doing the raping. Just so,
0: <laughs> <here>. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. And then he's with his wife later and he's like, hey, you know, God was asking me some more questions when I was laying in my corn because I'm such a sane person. <laughs> and he <laughs> thinks I should spend less time around you. God thinks I should fuck other women is.
1: I am very brave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she goes, are, well, are you a farmer or a preacher? And I'm like, wow, those are shitty options that you left from there. You didn't, is podcaster
1: not open? You can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, and then he does the stupid, he's like, he points at the Southern cross and he's like, um, look there. When you see the Southern Cross, you'll know I love you because I'm not going to love you during the day or when it's cloudy.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's obviously pissed. She's like, all right, well, this is fucking stupid. Like, I'll do some weird shit if you don't do the dumb preaching tour thing. And he's like, look at the stars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they have an awkward kiss. So you get to fill in that square on your bingo yeah, card. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, they, they kiss like. You're mad and one of you is leaving the house. Like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go get that thing you forgot. I'm going to go get that now. (laughs) Yep, I still love you. I am going to say cunt in the car a bunch, but I'm not saying it now. So I am a good husband. I am going to get far in the car too. Now I'm going to roll up the window. I'm going to do that check on the windows.
3: You said bitch. You said the word bitch. No, I I was in the car. (laughs)
0: I was calling the car a bitch (laughs) so meanwhile at the all white polo club everybody sure is upset about this drought right (laughs) all El Nino's fault
1: and he's like okay I I have an idea I think God wants me to get you know everyone together you know we've got all this violence and and everyone's sort of all on their own nobody knows each other and there's Hatred and divide, and I think we just need to get everyone together and talk to my invisible friend. Make but them me. be
0: my religion. Yeah, me at the center. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Of a stadium. All right. Yes, right, yes! right. It's not enough to get town hall. He wants Kings Park Stadium, the largest stadium in South. I think. The largest stadium in Africa, right? It
3: holds 52,000 <laughs> people. 52,000 people. He's going to get 52,000 farmers together to th- yeah. think about stuff.
0: <laughs> well, not. To
3: hope together. Yeah,
0: right. There you go. And I love this bit where they're like, uh, the guy, he's, he's trying to get the stadium. He's talking to the stadium rep or whatever. And the guy's like, you know, it costs millions of dollars to rent this stadium. And I'm like, no, no, because this movie did it. <laughs> right? Right? This movie used the stadium three times. There's no fucking way. This movie had a seven figure budget.
3: It's so good. The movie has to just try to ignore the idea that like you would need to pay money for this. <laughs> so the guy's like, Oh, you want to rent the stadium? Cool. Do you have millions of dollars? And Angus is like, Do you? And he's like, What? <laughs> just show me the field. And they cut straight to like, All right, I'm showing you the field. Can you answer the money thing? No. Shh. We're looking at the field. We're at the field now. Weird moment, by the way. They walk out into Kings Park Stadium, and vuvuzelas are blasting it's in empty. an empty stadium. Yes. There's nobody in the
0: stadium. Do they just like play that over the PA all the time? Maybe African people just think that's what stadiums sound like because they. I don't. I don't know. Are there
3: fifty two thousand people always outside of the stadium with vuvuzelas?
1: <laughs> also, the. The stadium owner almost breaks the movie. He's like, hey, it's really expensive to rent this place. Do you maybe just want to use that money to give it to the farmers who you're going to bring here who are starving? And he's like, no. Uh, I want a stadium. Edit.
0: Edit. Thank you. And at this point, the writer's like, wow, how can we make this movie worse? Dead kid. Okay. all right. Run a kid over with a tractor. (laughs) So... Him and the fams are all like hanging out, him and his brother and his brother ki- brother's kids. They're all hanging out playing some cricket.
3: Yeah, they, they have one shot of cricket and there's an error on a very easy pop-up.
0: Yeah, yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking perfect. bad sportsing. Check it off. And just in case I was wrong and they were actually really good at polo cross. Um. So, yeah, and they're talking about <laughs> how the white people need to fix the South African government. Mm-hmm. And, and then his workers show up and they're like, hey, one of the tractors is stuck. Let's go pull it out with the other tractor. But all the kids, the nephews and nieces all want to come along with him and ride on the tractor.
3: Can I go and definitely not get hurt on the tractor? <laughs> can, I, <laughs> can I go fix the cotton gin with my nimble child arms? <laughs>
1: yeah, what the fuck did go wrong? Did he hold my
0: helmet? <laughs> yeah, <have to> right. <laughs> Well, even before this happened and before I knew what was going to happen in this movie, I'm like, wow, you think you would hold like you would not just hold that little kid in one hand right next to the giant tractor wheel. And so (laughs) surprise, surprise, the kid falls and they run over him with a tractor. Oh, and they run over his head. Yeah, they do not. It's
1: weirdly gory because like we spend a solid minute with this kid's very clearly squished head and like. Use your God powers. He <laughs> has God raising from the dead powers. He wasted his God raising from the dead powers on a black girl who God obviously wanted to die because he hit her with lightning.
3: <laughs> oh, I, it would have been so great if the girl got struck by lightning now, too. Just standing next to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Angus gets all excited. He And the girl just stays dead. He's like, oh, all right, well. But that's like one. I'm like one for three. That's like Hall of Fame numbers still. Yeah, right, right.
1: And now it's time for the hospital scene. And my favorite character from the movie could not give less of a fuck,
0: doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they rush the kid to the hospital because they know in their hearts this god stuff is nonsense. And they 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 strap the kid down to a gurney, drag him down the hallway. One second later. The doctor just comes moseying on out. <laughs> he's, he's,
1: he might as well be on the cell phone. One second, I got to tell this guy that this kitty brought in is dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. Okay. Real quick. I, I got to go. I got to go. No, I, I will call you back. This is going to be one minute. This is going to be one minute. <laughs> All right, your kid is dead. I'm very sorry for your loss. Get the fuck out of here. He drank how much? This character, honestly, this this movie is not worth watching. It's free. You can find it on YouTube. But it is worth it for how casually this doctor, one, strolls over when they first bring the kid in. And two, is just like, yep, kid's dead. Lunch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Everybody,
0: lunch? And we're going to yes. get to taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so we see everybody being sad. And then we cut to the next day.
3: Right. By showing us a, a sunset. Like we're aware that time is happening in the movie
0: <laughs>
3: without sunsets between every scene. They keep over doing over
0: and over. It's like they, they were like, we, we didn't bring by that damn solar filter for nothing, motherfuckers. We're going to use it. <laughs> so we cut to mom's burn in the, the dead kids clothes. I have no idea why she would do that. But she does. And then you, you have a house full of orphans. Maybe keep the clothes. I don't know. I, yeah, right. You could probably wash out the blood. But then his daughter comes in and she's like, "Dad, it wasn't your fault." And we're like, "No, no, no. We saw the scene. You weren't there, but it is one hundred percent his fault. Hundred percent
1: your fault." Yeah. I mean, look, you loved your nephew, not not enough to hold on to him tight, but you know, <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, and by the way, watching this actor try to cry was at least as hard as watching the kid with his head squished by the tractor, right? That uh, wasn't just me. And
1: then someone managed to work an atheist into this movie because oh, the wife is walking down the street and a woman stops her and she's like, hey, your husband is, can raise people from the dead. Why didn't he raise your nephew from the dead. And I wanted the wife to just be like, fuck magic healing powers. I totally forgot he had those. <laughs> oh, I feel like an idiot. I could have had a V eight and my husband could have raised the kid. Uh oh. Well
0: and they and they play that like what a bitch that lady was, right? But the lady's not like the the woman does not even in the movie go like oh I thought he was a magic healer I can't handle the kid but she's like I, I I could have sworn he said he could bring people back from the dead why didn't he do that and the movie treats her like she's being a total bitch about it right yes so so the wife runs away and then goes to this restaurant where she's meeting the mother of the kid who just died
3: right <laughs> yeah and the mom. The the actress who plays the mom makes a weird choice here. Her son just died, tragically. She's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play this uh, aloof. I'm going to go aloof with this. So Jill, Angus's wife, shows up, and grieving mom is like, oh, hey, Jill, what's wrong? You look glum. And, and, And Jill's like... Your son died yesterday. <laughs> uh, crushed
1: to death. Does this ring a bell? <laughs> oh I get- yeah, I'm sad. I got it. And then the waitress. I love this waitress is the doctor's <laughs> daughter in my head can And She walks over. And she's <laughs> like. <laughs> hey guys you want to hear the specials uh you're crying okay it's, so we have the tilapia it's pretty good i had it for lunch uh we also got a, a steak tartare we do that weekly pretty guys, please stop crying after
0: finish reading finish reading this is my section if you cry okay. blah blah
1: blah dead kid you
3: need to name foods from our list <laughs> and i'll bring them
0: to you i love the waitress so much all right so angus is hanging out with the pastor on the farm this is the the scene where, like, the pastor is afraid that he's going to kill himself. He's like, hey, can I borrow your, your gun?
2: This scene <laughs> is amazing! <laughs> loan,
3: loan me your gun just for, like, a little while. There's no reason. Uh, unrelated question. Do you own any rope or... <laughs> or? No, I'm just curious about your, like, you know, farming stuff. You're- uh, also, hey, uh, loan me that really tall tower that you're yeah, on right, right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to- <laughs> How many towers do you have? I'd like to borrow all your towers. Great. <laughs> yes.
0: So, yeah. So the uh, the pastor, like, you know, kind of hints around that he shouldn't kill himself. And then we cut to him still fucking with that stump. It's been years. Years. Mo- it is a fair
1: thing to say that the plot of this movie is the story of a man's quest to remove a stump <laughs> and the black people and gods that got in his <laughs> yes. way. Yes. <laughs> and again, look,
0: I you know, I've done this before. T- taking out a stump is a big pain in the ass, but like it's it's an afternoon, <laughs> right? Like it takes an afternoon to do it, even if you're all by, you lonesome. And then, okay, now it's time for the dream that the nephew's dad yes. has. Okay. First of all, this is shot like a laundry detergent ad in the seventies. <laughs> oh, he, he runs
1: into the dad's arms and the dad's like, look at your head. All not squished and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so, but that was dad's dream. Dad wakes up. The, 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 little kid who got crushed his dad wakes up and he's like hey he calls angus right he's like hey i saw my son while i was asleep and angus is like you've never do you not know about dreams are you not is this new to you seeing things happen when you're no it was totally legit your kid must be in heaven huh he's in heaven yeah, dad's
3: like, uh, I asked the kid if he wants to not be dead and face crushed anymore. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll wait up here for you. I'll just wait <laughs> yeah. up here for TikTok.
1: Yeah. It's like when your friends are going off to do something stupid and you're like, ah, I'm good. You guys, you yeah. guys go. Tell me." You know that they say? Being a white farmer in South Africa is the
0: hardest <laughs> job in the world. So. <laughs> Tell me how I went. They'll give you one phone call. Yeah. And now, because of that phone call, Angus forgives himself for killing that kid with that tractor. So, back to cho- stump chopping some Thanks, more. God. It was
3: pretty sweet how you handled that whole situation. Perfect. Yeah, and wrapped
0: it. it up very quickly in this film. So, yeah, so he's back to his stump chopping, and then all of his Zulu workers show up, and they're like, all right, we've been fucking him with, with him for this thing for like three years. You want to show him how to pull a stump? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and they, they say it like, you know, the Zulu guys have this ancient wisdom called pull it out with a chain and a truck. Right? <laughs> That's As how you run. do it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, did he think he was just going to whack it until it got afraid and squirted back into the ground like a fucking whack-a-mole? <laughs>
3: Roots White up, men root. can't stump, I think. be. <laughs>
1: Excellent. I wanted so badly for them to find the dead former white farmer under there, just like oh
0: shit, <laughs> shit.
1: This <laughs> is
0: why we were not helping. I forgot. Yeah, it's, I, <laughs> I wanted him to be like, I loosened the lid for you guys, though. I was already loose. Also,
1: I, I just want to talk about Stadium Guy. So he call st- he calls Stadium Guy, and Stadium Guy's like, oh, you got the stadium, right? But they include this amazing detail where the stadium guy is like, "Oh my gosh, crazy! I lost your number and I forgot your name. Are you
0: on Facebook?" Yeah, no, he's got this incredibly <laughs> long series of, "No, no, I meant to call you." Excuse, it's like me talking to my dad, right? Like, "Oh yeah, no, this is your new number that you got in 2011, right?" I don't, it's new to ish. <laughs> so yeah, but good news—he's got the stadium. No worries about price and whatnot.
3: You got the stadium for some amount of money. We'll figure out meaningless details like price some other time. It's fine. You got the <laughs> yes. stadium, Yes. Yeah. 2,000 people.
0: So we get a quick montage of uh, like him and Simeon going around and telling all of South Africa that they should come to the stadium, right? And then we cut to the stadium, and they want us to think that he filled the stadium, but they couldn't even fill the stadium for the movie. Nope. They've got like one section filled and they keep like they're showing us him so we can see behind them. We can see that almost all the seats are unavailable. And it's like, yeah, I could have done this in fucking town hall. Damn.
3: It's like the sun visor in your car is down over the camera. So there's like a little. Yeah, right. right.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) And I just even even with the one section, I was like, imagine what would have happened if they got all these people together and like. I don't know, Doug Wells or something, anything except watching (laughs) him. I mean, imagine the ego to rent a stadium so that you could give a speech that no one wants to come to.
3: Yeah. And get your like middle aged bagpipe ska band back
0: together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right, right. Yes. Musical accompaniment. And I love this speech. If this is supposed to be the climactic speech in the fucking movie, it starts with to heck with El Nino, <laughs> <laughs> which means like, fuck
3: the child.
0: Yes. Right. Trust God. Fuck the child. Right. And we should point out that like El Nino is named after Jesus. Right, because it tends to come around Christmas. That's what the baby boy that they're talking about in El Nino is, Jesus. So he starts out his Christian prayer thing by saying, to heck with Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> and then the, he, so he's given his like you know they, they can take our uh lies but they'll never take our freedom speech but it ends on and we're gonna plant potatoes right like everybody's like he's like we're gonna all come together and everybody's like yeah and he's like we're gonna set aside our differences and they're like yeah And he's like we're gonna plant potatoes and they're like why would you why would that be in the, in the like, speech
1: that's, that's, that's a weird closer <laughs> also <laughs> i want to he goes Deliver us from violence and murders. And then it literally cuts to the only black people in the audience. Yeah. Right? He's like, huh?
0: <laughs> violence and murders. That's an afterthought, right? He's like, and also God, stop all the murder and stuff. But mostly this is about potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> boo. Play take on me. Boo. Well, and also, by the way, he's doing rock star singing face through this entire thing. Right. Right. Mm. So sometime later, the pastor's trying to talk him down from this crazy potato idea.
1: Again, this pastor character's my favorite. He's like, again, it is literally my job to con people into believing in God. But, you know, maybe... You don't <laughs> like roll of dice and say that God is going to give you boxcars because yeah. <laughs> that is not wait. But oh, hold on, hold on. Did
3: God specifically speak to you about this idea of planting potatoes in dust that never works? And and I guess is like, well, God, God said I should trust Him, and everybody's like, well, that's that's pretty vague, man. We're doing potatoes in dust, done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, also the pastor's line here, he goes you know there's a very fine line between faith and foolishness <laughs> is is between, the right, word? <laughs> I don't know between is the right word have you seen a venn diagram but here that's the thing though that's correct right or like there's overlap but i mean that that doesn't happen with our stuff there's not a fine line between reason and foolishness or science and foolishness right like how does that not tell you you're doing the thing that's wrong? Yeah, and and
1: again, his response is: Look, the scientists are saying it won't rain, but uh, my buddy God is in on it. Uh, maybe yeah. you heard of him? Lives <laughs> in New York.
0: It's in New York. Well, it Great lives everywhere New except <laughs> New York. Yeah, yeah. But and and then Harry calls him. Uh, Harry's worried about his potatoes. Who's Harry? We've never met Harry in this movie.
3: <laughs> he gets a call from somebody who's like. Uh, Assuming you were having a conversation about this, I would like to be involved also. <laughs> is that, I mean, is there any, were you having a conversation about potatoes just now? If you were, I'd like to vote no on
0: planting uh, the potatoes. And dust. Yeah. No one believes in his potatoes is literally the plot of this movie. And it doesn't kick in until the last 15 minutes of the film. Also, like, I mean, we're praying for stuff. Maybe
3: pray for like a down payment on the rain first. Yeah, like quick little shower proof
0: of concept on the pram. Do I don't know. Right? Yeah. No. But okay. So, the, and the guy says it would be impossible to grow potatoes. And he's like, "Well, if it wasn't impossible, it wouldn't be a miracle." It? And I'm like, "Potatoes growing is not a fucking miracle. Like, I've had potatoes before. They grow all the fucking time." Anyway, my my notes here from here on were basically, man, I hope this movie has. Long credits. No, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, it's almost no. all stupid fucking movies. So they plant the potatoes, and then we cut to four months later. We watch the potatoes grow. <laughs> but yeah, they were going to give us like 120
3: sunsets, and then we can go.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. And this is where he's got to give the whole. Uh, he's talking to the to the pastor, and he's like, "Potatoes are like faith, Reverend. It's in the it's in the title. You read the script that was on the front." So then they're faith, in the
1: ground like. Nope.
0: Yeah. So th- this is where we get that terrible analogy that, that Heath was talking about. Right. Like you have to have faith in potatoes because you can't see them growing until they're done. Except the difference is, is that eventually you get to dig up the potatoes and find out if you were right. And sometimes you're wrong. Right. Or you can dig up just one potato. Yeah. And- right. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
3: We can just see what happened. We'll dig up this little part. no, 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 that mm, fucks yeah. up the finale. There's a big reveal. And the finale is potatoes, to be clear. <laughs> this, yes. So- this motion picture is banking on a big potato finale.
0: <laughs> so the next day, they gather together to harvest the potatoes. But will there be any potatoes? That's the dramatic tension. That's the closest this movie ever gets. Gee, are there potatoes under there? So him and Simeon pray for the potatoes, oh, and I love this little heart
1: to heart. He's like, "Hey, Simeon, I just want you to know I love you. Please, do not rise up when my crops fail,
2: <laughs>
1: because that's actually the reason for a lot of farm attacks. Is white people come, <laughs> use free labor, and then lie about how their crops go to <laughs> their yeah. slaves? And, and part of the prayer was,
3: "Thanks, God." For giving us this land. Uh, (laughs) Apartheid is tricky. Uh, (laughs) And you could see in Simeon's eyes. Just like. Man taking it away from the Zulus. Take it away. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah but then Simeon come Gidley. Digs up uh, a potato. There's a potato here. Everybody's happy. This is the actual dramatic finale of the film. He digs up a potato. And everyone (laughs)
1: from the movie shows up to see these potatoes. Yes! It's, it's, it's like the end of fucking big fish. It's just right, like oh, right. where is the one-eyed lady. The
0: Super giant. Hot fire! Potatoes. Oh yes, the line, the actual line that the character says here is potatoes. Big potatoes from God. You should have known your script was shit right then. Like, if you ever write those words, throw the thing away that you're working on. I almost had to throw away my computer when I wrote that in my notes. Oh. Uh. Jesus, yes. But hundreds of people have come from all over the nation to see his goddamn potatoes. And then he has the, at least he's talking to one of the farm hands and he's going, smell my potatoes. Oh my God.
1: He <laughs> tosses the kid a potato. He goes, you feel this potato? And I just wanted him to be like, that's your pay for this year. Enjoy <laughs> that. <laughs> And he's trying to, he's like, your faith needs to be real. You need to be able to feel it and smell it. Wait, is that the end?
0: Yes. I yeah. I thought a... like, Your faith should be pota- like potatoes, starchy. Sorry, that got away from me really, really quick. Jesus, this.
3: You're this being is... weird, honky.
0: Gonna <laughs> smell it? You want
3: me to smell it? We're gonna murder you next week in a coup. It's fine. Yes. Just enjoy the smell of those potatoes for a week.
0: And then we see real video of this family in case we thought they were bullshitting about white people existing in South Africa.
1: Okay. When they showed that shot of the kid who got run over by a tractor, you got to admit that kid had a squishable
0: head. Yeah. Right. right. No, the fucking movie <laughs> is dedicated to little Timmy speed bump. And also oh,
3: I feel it, like he should have been the fertilizer that fixed the potatoes. Oh, then, oh, God. then God's plan. There's a whole you're, thing. Now no, you yeah, like you're it.
0: right. And it would tie it all together. Yeah, all right. So so this is a weird question to have given how moralistic this movie is, but I have no idea what the fucking moral was. Um any any clues, any thoughts? Uh it's mm. not
1: about how racist you start, it's about how Christian you end. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh okay, moral of the story. Uh faith is like the potatoes grown by a, mm. a white farmer who yep. takes land from Zulus in South Africa and exploits their workforce and also kills a child <laughs> negligent <laughs> homicide.
0: <laughs> this is our job.
2: Moral
3: All story. right.
0: Well, that does it for our review of Faith Like Potatoes. That's not going to do it for this episode just yet, though, because we still need to gaze into that crystal ball. Eli, tell us what's on deck.
1: We're going to be watching the pilot of a little TV gem we've been waiting for. Oh, God. God friended me oh that was bound to happen eventually (laughs) it's it's free on twitter now uh and the premiere is the 30th of september so uh You'll get the episode just in time to watch yeah. along if you want yeah. to. Yeah,
3: it's on cbs.com also,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Phenomenal. All right, so with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 162 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad free version of every episode. You can also help us out by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scaling A, Citation, Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcast live if you have questions comments or cinematic suggestions you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of p andrew torres our theme song was written and performed by ryan slotnik of evil giraffes on mars all other music was written and performed by our audio engineer morgan clark and was used with permission thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week for heath enright Eli bosnick i'm no illusions promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week until then we'll leave you with the breakfast club close. angus ran for president and made south africa great again (laughs) South Africa lived happily ever after.
1: The person this movie was based on was banned from Scotland for saying gay people were diseased and could be cured. (laughs) Yes, that's true. That's true. Yep. It is based
3: on a true story.
0: What's Green Chef? Green Chef is a unit. <laughs> Get it out of the way early, man. You just thought about it. Just the thought
1: <laughs> you knew it was coming. I made sure that was your line. Yeah, I, I saw sure. that. I, saw I that. redesigned this entire thing so you would have to say it.
0: The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.